If you choose to become an entrepreneur to start a business for all the upsides and potential that comes with that, you're also going to have to deal with bad clients and customers. There will always be bad customers. And there's that old advice of the customer is always right. No, that's just not true. The customer is often wrong. And with bad customers, they are wrong all the time. And I, of course, if I'm talking about this, I had an experience like this recently. I want to talk about that and reflect on that. So let's start with the story. Here's an example of a bad customer. So as part of my BTMS Insiders training library, you sign up, it's a subscription payment, you pay every month, you can cancel within the first 30 days, and if you're not fully satisfied with the training, if you feel like I misrepresented what you're getting and all of that, you can cancel and you can get a, a refund of your first month. After that, you just cancel anytime and um, there's no further obligation, right? So someone canceled about 14 days in and just sent an email, where's my refund? Jesus is coming, look busy. Now I later figured out that's a signature, but I don't know. <laughs> so where's my refund? Um, okay, interesting. So I don't automatically assume that when somebody stops their subscription that they were unhappy and want a refund. And I don't automatically give a refund to everyone who stops their subscription. A lot of people, whenever they stop their subscription, they feel like, wow, I just got a ton of value. And for right now, I need to stop this or I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to continue or I've gotten what I needed for now, et cetera. Right. So cancellation happens. Most people are happy at the end of that. Most people don't ask for a refund. Um, and so I don't automatically give a refund, but this person, I don't know, maybe assumed, even though the wording of my guarantee policy is, uh, something to the effect of, you know, try it for 30 days. And if you decide that it's not right for you, um, you can cancel anytime and you can request a prompt and courteous full refund of your first month's fee after that cancel anytime and you won't be billed again. Right. But this person assumed I guess, that they would automatically get a refund when they canceled 14 days in. No, there are some people that, that decide, I just want to focus on one training. I just want to binge one training. So I'm going to sign up for one month and I'm going to cancel it the first day and I'm going to get that one training. And then they often leave like a great review, five-star review for that one training and they got what they wanted. There are other people who stick with it for much longer. I have customers who've been with me for years and just want access to all the new training that I create. And for 97 bucks a month, it's an incredible deal. So I respond, did you ask for one? Because like condition number one of getting a refund is asking for it, right? Like condition number one. So didn't. Uh, so replies, I have canceled. Can I have a refund? Okay. So I end up going to look and, uh, I see that this person has a lot of usage. Like they binged a bunch of, bunch of training over the course of two weeks and they, um, they asked for a refund after that. Now, I, in the past, have had that happen uh, to the point where it looked like somebody was exploiting the, uh, exploiting the refund policy. And so I created a good customer policy. When you check out through btmsinsiders.com, you agree to a terms of use and good customer policy. And in that good customer policy, I outline what it means to abuse our guarantee policy. And, um, and this behavior is like textbook version of that. Uh, somebody who uh, signs up, 
they access a ton of training and then they just ask for a refund. And so when that happens, you lose the privilege of doing business with me. If I assume that the customer is always right, I'm going to let people like this walk all over me. And that's just not acceptable and it's not sustainable as a business. And it's not fair to the good customers, the honest and ethical and upright people who choose to do business with a, with, with a business, who give money exchange for value created. With information, it's hard because with information, somebody can consume it and then give it back and all of that, right? So I have to trust you to, I don't know, essentially follow the golden rule. Treat me like you want to be treated, right? Uh, so if you want me to take all your time, take all your... Uh, energy, take all your uh, product of your work, and then not pay you for it, right? Take my money back, then this is the way you should treat me. But if you want me to honor the value of your work, if you want me to honor your contribution, and to pay you accordingly for the value that you provide, well, then uh, you, you're going to expect me not to ask for a refund, right? Um, so, when there are bad customers, that customer is not always right, and there will always be bad customers. So that's why I ended up implementing this good customer policy that's the 30-day guarantee, but with conditions. So when you abuse the guarantee policy, you get banned, right? It's my business, I create my rules, you have your business, you create your rules. And one of the cool things about entrepreneurship is we get to dictate the terms by which people can and will engage with us. Right? And the better we get at defining those boundaries, the happier we will end up being in our business. I mean, I've, I, I dealt with a company that, I worked for a company for a number of years that um, refused to do a guarantee because they were afraid of this abuse. And I like having a guarantee to sell strongly. And I like having a guarantee so that when somebody is legitimately dissatisfied, they know they can be confident that they can get their money back. Like I've had people sign up and say, you know what, this is not exactly what I was expecting. Um, it's not a fit for me. And I'm like, okay, great, take your money back. I actually end up paying a little bit of a fee to Stripe for that. But when somebody is abusive of the guarantee policy and the my willingness to give access to 180 hours of training on all the best things in copywriting and marketing for your first month's payment of $97, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to deal with it. So uh, what I do in a situation like this is I add them to the Stripe block list. Uh, so Stripe has a way of tracking users that goes beyond just like email address, right? So um, they have like a signature based on your email address. They have a signature based on your name and address. They have a signature based on your credit card numbers. Like they are pretty good at identifying who you are. And even if you try using different credit cards or different email addresses, they're pretty good at making sure like, oh, that's the person that Roy doesn't want to do business with again, so I'm not gonna process a transaction for them. And I see failed transactions come through because I've put people on the block list before. So this person, I put them on the block list. You know, I gave them the refund, by the way. I gave them the refund but they're never going to do business with me again if I can help it. I unsubscribed them from my email list. I put them on a block list in Aweber so they can't sign up for my emails again. I can't prevent them from, um, from consuming content that I have out there in public, but I can certainly not do things to attract their attention back to me, right? And you can do similar things, right? You can't avoid 
bad customers. There will always be bad customers. You can't avoid them. But it is your business and your rules. So you get to decide what to do when you have a bad customer come through, when you have a bad client come through. So you can set boundaries. You can minimize the damage. Like in this case, like, okay, I have a little bit of a striped fee, but I'm not going to let that person do business with me again. I'm going to, I'm not going to let that person be abusive. If somebody's on the line, I might give them a warning. Like, Hey, if you choose, and I've done this before, Hey, uh, I see what you're doing here and you're really towing the line of this good customer policy that I have. And if you go through with this refund, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to add you to my block list, all that. So you're never going to be able to do business with me again. And I've had people who say, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't, realize, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't do that. And then those people come back and they're great customers later, right? The thing is setting boundaries is it's a position of power and it's a position of power that you need to take in order to protect yourself and your business. Um, and the other thing that you need to do is when you really have these clear boundaries, you don't have to get emotionally uh, swept away by this for the next few weeks, right? You just deal with it and move on. Like I had almost forgot this person if I hadn't taken it. This was a couple days ago. And if I hadn't taken a note to come back and do this episode called There Will Always Be Bad Customers, I basically would have forgotten about this person. But I came back and, you know, tomorrow I'll forget about this person and not have to worry about him again and hopefully never have any business interaction with him. Uh, most importantly, though, don't let bad customers ruin your business. I never agreed with the idea of not having a guarantee because you didn't want to deal with a few bad customers, right? So I still want to provide a guarantee. And it's often a, a good marketing move to provide a guarantee on some level for your products and services, especially things like a published product. Um, you do need to expect some level of abuse, some level of bad customers. Again, there will always be bad customers. They're not right. Um, so you have to be able to deal with them, right? And so you set clear boundaries and then exercise discretion. Who do you want to let in and who do you want to kick out, right? It's, it's my playground. And so if you're going to show up and play on my playground, you're going to play by my rules, right? And I'm not doing that to be a pain in the butt. I'm doing that because I don't want to deal with a playground full of bad actors, right? I don't want to deal with a business full of bad customers, so my call to action to you at the end of this episode is ask yourself, how can you use this? Like what's going on in your business with your customers, your clients, where more clear and solid boundaries would make a lot of sense for you. So ask yourself how you can use this. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this delivered to you about marketing, copywriting, entrepreneurship, how to create a better business that serves you in better ways. And if you do want to go deeper, I'll make sure to include a link in the description to BTMS Insiders, which is my streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses for copywriters, marketers, and entrepreneurs. Um, again, you'll have 30 days to try it completely risk-free, but if you do want to abuse that policy, I will kick you out and you won't be allowed back in. Um, yeah, I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'm here every day in every episode trying to help you create breakthroughs in your marketing and your business. I will catch you again in the next episode. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.